Welcome to the first episode of Three Dads in a Minivan 2023 edition. I am one of the dads, Greg Wolf, of course, joined by one of my retarded friends, Ed Group, and of course, the great Kevin Cummings. We are here. Sorry, Ed, I didn't mean to blast you, but somebody who owns a professional business who can't ever seem to be on time, I'm still shocked with how successful your company is when you are never on time for anything. Kev, can I get an amen? Amen. Thank you. <laughs> All right. What else, so, what else is he going to no, say? <laughs> nothing to say for Ed right now. We're going to go back to before the holidays because I have to get this off my chest because I feel like we need to do a new segment on the show starting in 2023, which is simply the WTF of the week, which just obviously, you know what WTF means. I have to blast my wife, okay? And I'm going back. Boy, Greg is coming in. I'm coming I was going to say, dude, Happy like New I'm Year. Hot. Merry Christmas. We haven't even no. done one since and Thanksgiving. We're going back. Yeah, no, we're going back. Okay, we're going back pre-holidays. I'm still living about this one. My wife, as Ed walked off the screen, okay, <laughs> takes his headphones off. I didn't mean to upset Ed, but you know what? Ed's never on time, so it is what it is. Oh, he had to grab a... Is that a regular Coke? Is that a cherry Coke? What are we What are we drinking now? Is that a regular cherry Coke? Cherry Coke Zero. Oh, yeah, because oh, that, you know, that, that makes counts. a difference. Okay. Yeah. Sponsor of the show. Yeah, so my <laughs> wife um, made me, and not even me, she did it herself. I wrapped presents for underneath the tree. I did it myself. I didn't ask anybody for help. I didn't, you know, whatever. I grabbed whatever wrapping paper was in the wrapping paper bin and, and I Went wrapped to work. presents. Went to work. Wrapped all the presents nice and pretty, put them under the tree. Wife comes home and looks at the presents under the tree and goes, what is that? And what is what? What are these? I'm like, those are presents for people. Why are they wrapped with that wrapping paper? Mm. Uh, holiday wrapping paper and it's the holiday so i'm just gonna go ahead and put them under the tree why those don't match the color scheme of all the other gifts that i have under the tree so you need to rewrap them excuse me i need to rewrap the presents <laughs> that are already wrapped under the tree because they don't match the color scheme of a hundred percent i'm not even lying to you guys she literally took all the wrapping the packages that were wrapped and unwrapped them and rewrapped them in the matching uh, wrapping paper. I'm like, what kind of psycho <laughs> has to have <laughs> coordinated wrapping paper with all the trees? So literally everything that was underneath of our tree this year and our tree. Now, mind you, my wife did an amazing job. It was beautiful. It was probably the most beautiful tree. It looked like something that could have been in a Macy's or a Saks Fifth Avenue. It was that beautiful. But I'm sorry, I didn't realize that it was such a big deal that all the wrapping papers had to be exactly the same or the same pattern or the same color scheme this year. And it's un, uh, it's unfit or it's not appropriate in Wolf's Den to have presents that don't all match the same wrapping paper designs or color schemes. When did this become a thing? You Why? should you should have known that that paper that you used was from 2020. Like oh, I mean, yeah. that was my, your that was your God. that was your that was my bad. I'm sorry, <laughs> my bad. Jeez, I should have known if there was wrapping paper on the wrapping paper that was holiday themed. Yeah, ah, I should have known. I should not use that wrapping paper for the holidays. So, question: Does she just toss the unused wrapping paper? Like you don't reuse it? The ones that she took off of the gifts. 
or no, the- no, no. I'm saying the ones that you had stored. Yes. From previous years. Oh no, those are for other like, people. Those aren't for. That's not for in this household. Oh, that's not for display. Right. So if well, I, I was to you, give you, you, you a gift for per se, and that paper still existed in the bin, you can use 2020. Then I think I would have been able to uh, use okay. the 2020 okay. paper. It's just anything that was in this house under this tree is not going to be. Any of these paper designs, it can only be one of these three. Question. She had a design in her head and was like, we're going silver and gold this year. Yes. And, and yes. you did red and green and that wasn't working. Yeah. Yes. yeah. How uh, dare I? Yeah. How dare I? I'm sorry. Maybe it's a Jewish boy in me that I didn't realize that there was a thing that we had to follow protocol with wrapping paper colors. So what that, the F? I have my own questions. Are these real gifts or are these like just decorations? Oh, no. Legit. I actually think some of the gifts that she unwrapped and rewrapped were for her. <laughs> dude, I'm not even lying, dude. I feel there was a few of them that were her gifts that she unwrapped and rewrapped her own gifts. Oh, so Bro. you basically said, I'm not doing that. And oh, then I would have said the same thing. 100%. 100% I'm, not I'm not rewrapping them. Gifts. Thank you. Well, no, I, I mean, I will. I would have done the same, but I'm just saying. So you told her no, and she said, Well, I'm going to do it. And she Correct. rewrapped all of them. Correct. Man, she yes. almost like had a double Christmas. She got the old extra gifts. <laughs> I'm just saying that with my kids. <laughs> if Kristen, you, I mean, or even Hazel, and if you guys came home, you felt great. Like I was productive. I wrapped all the kids' gifts. I put them under the tree. Imagine if you came home and your wife looked at you like, into, like, how are you eddie how dare you kevin like what you wrapped the presents in the mm. wrong wrapping paper that does not fit the scheme of this year's color scheme what would your reaction have been oh i'd give her the same look she just gave me and i'd be like well i'm not rewrapping them <laughs> sorry Bro, this is not i'm not even lying <laughs> like, i had to, I'm, like a I'm, standstill like it's a draw or whatever <laughs> like 10 days in a draw <laughs> wrapping paper standoff legit Okay, this is I'm sorry. I wasn't going to carry this over into the new year, but it, oh, it you just, carried it, it. I carried it, man. The the heat was on because I was literally like, is this real life? Am I really going to have to rewrap presents because they don't match the color scheme that nobody's going to see anyways, because they're not in our home looking at our tree? What you know who F- will see it? Who? Social media people. Yeah. Well, guess oh, what? Lord. We didn't That's even put it why. We didn't even put it on socials. I oh. would understood if it was all over the social webs, but nobody's paying attention to the presence under the tree and the wrapped in the same color scheme, man. Well, listen, we would never be able to do like, what is it? What was that TV show? Wife Swap or Swap Wives or what was the name yes. of it? Wife Swap. We would never Parents. be able to do a Wife Swap because if your wife ever saw the way I wrap gifts, she <laughs> wouldn't even, she would hide wrapping paper from me because I look like a second grader. Like it's got like the tape going all over around. I just take tape and just that wrap it all over. surprise me one bit. <laughs> nah, I can totally see Ed's wrapped gifts. You know which one's dad wrapped. Uh, the sure as hell wouldn't wrap my Santa because dad, you know, used a, a full roll of scotch tape for one present. I could totally see that from Ed. Well, listen, well, since we're we- coming into 2023 hot, uh, uh, can we continue the hot streak? I, I, sure. feel, I feel Greg's energy right now. Mm. And I wanna, can I continue it? And then maybe Please Kev, do. you have something you want to get off your chest. Please I, do. I do have a question for you guys, but we'll get to that after. Okay. okay. Did you guys see the text I just sent you? Uh, I'm not playing this year. I'm not playing. What is this? Uh, contact us. Ed Groob. Oreo. Okay. I oh, reached out to Oreo, Oreo and I submitted Please a formal complaint. <laughs> A formal complaint. Bro, he sent us the actual Oreo 
contact us form, which has all of his information. And the message is simply, please, with all capital letters, bring back the strawberry milkshake Oreos. I am begging and pleading. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I love how the. I thought you were trying to be an endorser. I mean, this could get us an endorsement. Maybe he should have gone that route and said, hey, we have a very successful podcast. We're a bunch of dads. We love to eat Oreos, some of us more than others. And I just want to know why the strawberry milkshakes uh, haven't returned to the shelves. We would love to endorse your product. But no, it's simply in capital letters. I am begging and pleading for the strawberry milkshake Oreos to come back. Did they reply to you? No, not yet. They said it takes, uh, I think it said three to five business days to get back. I found the, because I've done Facebook before and nobody even acknowledges, like, you know, I've tagged Oreo, like in the Oreo comments. So if Oreo said like, sure. hey, for the holidays, get a splash of milk with your, or, you know, they have like your advertising. Yeah, I'll go in the comments mind. and I'll be like, at Oreo, bring back the damn strawberry milkshake Oreos. <laughs> and nobody ever responds to me. So now I've found their corporate contact and I've submitted an actual corporate complaint. Can I make a suggestion? You can go. Okay, because you're so creative, right? We know Ed has is, is always been on the creative front. I think if you really wanted to get their attention, Ed, you're either going to have to make a, a parody song or you're going to have to shoot a video of some sort if you really want to get their attention. And I think in the true Ed fashion, you would figure out what's going to be the quirky content of this video shoot to really get uh, Oreo's attention. We've like seen the, your outfit. Like the Chris Cocker. Remember the guy for Britney Spears? Please leave Britney alone. Okay, but Steve, you still crying. remember that, right? And you remember the dude's name, which is creepy, because who the hell remembers that person of all for real. facts you could ever spit out? That was probably at the top of the list. But my point is, I feel like if you made a video of some sort of funny dad whatever... I feel like that would get their attention a little more. I mean, we've seen your videos. We've seen your outfits. We know what's in the duffel bag. Okay. That would get a, a more of a rouse. Yeah. If you do like a, a reel or like a TikTok, I mean, to you, there's about 16 uh, bags or boxes of Oreos in your uh, pantry right, right now. now. Fast. So you go through and do something. Yes. Uh, using the creativity. While, while you're requesting some strawberry milkshakes which by the way sorry if we're trying to get them as a, a sponsor but that sounds disgusting to me um they're not but, uh it sounds gross can i just tell you guys something and this is not for like for you guys to laugh at it's not for the podcast it's you have it's, a problem no it's like a legit thing and i'm not even i'm not even like trying to be funny here on the podcast i'm telling you an honest to god thing every time i go to Publix, no matter when i go to Publix. I always have when I go down the cookie aisle or go nearby the cookie aisle and my kids, my kids think it's the funniest thing in the world. I literally will stop and scan all the flavors every single. It's almost like an I don't want to say like an addiction. And I know it, it sounds is. like, dude, you're, you're joking, right? No, I'm no. being dead ass serious. Sure. I literally have to check the flavors because I want to make sure that they did not come back in a stock. And my kids already know. I said, if they come back in stock, get your video cameras ready because I'm going to show the fuck out in this aisle. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> You're doing cartwheels and shit. He's going to be loading up the entire cart, putting them in storage. He's going to be selling them on eBay. Listen, have you been to the exotic snack bar? It, there's two locations. What? and There's one. Listen, I saw this and started following them on Facebook, and you should 100% do the same. 
It is called Exotic Snack Bar. And they are on U.S. Highway 19 in Clearwater. And then there's actually one in Port Ritchie, which I think is probably closer to Ed than Clearwater. But they are the they are the spot that has um, imported all of the snacks from across the oh, globe. Boy. So, like, I'm looking at their most recent post right now on Facebook, and they're showing – this is back from November, though, but they were showing they had Lay's potato chips avocado flavor, Lay's potato chips rose petal flavor. These are China flavors. Snickers Kesar pistachio flavored, Kit Kat white and turtle chip and churro flavors. This is the place that would have your Oreos in strawberry form if there's any that exist on the planet i feel like this place that's near your house would actually have them i feel like that's worth a phone call or a visit for you to go in there and let us know do they have the strawberry milkshake oreos anytime i've been overseas you guys know if i'm in a snack place that has crazy snacks and am i not the first person to text you guys look at the flavors you are always, oh my god okay so you found they, something similar you found something similar i don't remember what it was but it wasn't it it wasn't strawberry milkshake i think it was just like strawberry something else but it Doesn't wasn't work. it but i feel like you need to get on the exotic snack bar and go check them out because that is exactly what they are about i think you and the owner would become best friends oh my god <laughs> Just go ahead and order me cases. Uh, I know yep. it's going to take six months to get here, but I got it. Just you know, here's I'll prepay for them. I guarantee you that guy would love you. I would Order be him. like I would be like Norman Cheers up in that bitch. Like, yeah, hey, 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 he's out of the strawberries. That's a fact. That's a problem, Ed. You got a problem. But all right, I'm, Kev. I know you had a question. What was your question? So uh, I mean, Greg, you brought up your wife and and something that happened while we were on break. Well. um, so when we were on break, uh, my wife decided to like purge the house, which was actually pretty great. So, you know, she did all this organizing. We kind of just went through and got rid of a bunch of stuff. But while we were doing that, I came across two things that I really don't know what to do with. And I wanted to ask you guys uh, your thoughts. And maybe you've done this before. Okay. So I came across my old yearbooks and I came across my books of CDs. What do you do with those things now? Like, seriously, do I just throw out my, my yearbooks? Um, Cause I, I have everyone from middle school through high school, every single yearbook. And then I've got books of CDs. These are two things that what do you do with? Okay, so I would say for the um, for the yearbooks, uh, middle school, high school, you absolutely keep those because, again, your kids are still young right now. But when they're in their teens, I think it's just fun stuff to whip those out one day and show your kids, uh, you know, what dad looked like at their age. And I just think for the nostalgia uh, aspect, I think it's good for you to always hold on to those because that's a part of your life. That's a part of your childhood those were things that were important to you. Now, on the CD front, if your CDs are not in a original case with the original insert and they're just in a CD book with CD, those are probably hot garbage because believe it or not, those CDs, the the content on them only lasts so long. Like it, it'll wear out. Really? And so, yeah, that's why they're in a protective case. And that's why they're supposed to be in plastic and protected. You're constantly in, yeah, CDs will lose... Um, I don't say lose the content, but lose the playing ability uh, after uh, so many years. Some may not, but a lot of them do. 
I have the same issue because I have probably, I don't know, 2,500 CDs that are in a storage bin in my in-laws storage unit. And my wife has been screaming at me, what are you doing? They're just sitting in there collecting dust. And I'm like, I feel like at some point there's going to be a resurgence, right? Like we've seen it now with uh, toys and things that we grew up uh, with and Game Boys and all these things that people are gravitating towards. Again, same thing with records, right? That there's a resurgence now of vinyl. If you go oh, into yeah, vinyl, big, right? What makes you think that at some point they're not going to go? Let's go back to eight track. Let's go back to tapes and cassettes again. Like, I feel like everything is cyclical and those people that held on to things are going to reap the benefits. I do not believe a book of CDs that do not have the insert or the actual pamphlet inside of it. I don't think there's any value to that. The ones that I held on to, which are in full cases with everything inside of it, those could be worth money at some day. That's the only reason I'm holding on to them. So in so your case, it's going to have some sort of value that's um, the only the, reason you're holding on to yours. Yes, because at some point when they do come back or there is a resurgence, I feel like I'm sitting on money, whether that's $2 a CD or $3 a CD, whatever. Somebody may go, I want to come over and look through all of your CDs and I'm willing to pay you $3 a, a disc. Okay, cool. They may walk off with 300 discs and I just made myself $1,000. I don't know. I'm just going by trends and what people especially our generation now is so big on things that made us happy when we were kids right if somebody offered you kev or even if somebody came up to me and said i have an atari 2600 in the box uh with the original pong and i would probably consider purchasing it because it's going to bring me back to those days of sitting in front of the tv with my brother playing video games um so again I just feel like at some point, and I could be completely wrong with the music industry and the way things are, but seeing how we've had this resurgence of nostalgia and things that were from yesteryear now making a return, I feel like it could be of a value at some day. That's just my two cents. Now, the fact that, like I said, they're in a book, I don't think there's a whole lot you can do with those. Guys. I have some of them that have the, um, I guess, I don't want to say pamphlet, but insert. The, you know, the insert the, and the case, the book. I don't have any of the cases. Mm. Just yeah. I have them all in CD books. Because that's okay. what we did back in the day. You would right. dump the cases, throw them in the book, and you're like, now you took the travel pack in your car. And 90, that's it. The 92 case. <laughs> yep. I'm mean, with Greg. Yeah. I'm with Greg. I saved the yearbook. Like a great example is like if you look at my yearbook, right? <clears throat> so I don't, I don't know if we've talked about this before or not. But actually, I was friendly in high school with uh, the governor. He graduated. Oh, yeah. I think we talked about that. DeSantis? So, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. went yeah. to school with him. So, yep. So uh, so that's something like that's cool to have, you know, just because you never know who's going to be in your class. Or just to have it, like Greg said, to show your kids. The CDs transfer the music over to, like, your iTunes library. Done it. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think, yeah. I don't think you really don't. have a value there. I, I really don't. I think, again, if it's in the, if it's in the case with the insert and it's original uh that could have value if it's in a book with no even with the pamphlet in the book but no case i just don't think who's going to buy that nobody's going to buy that but now, if it has the original case and the whole original packaging somebody will be interested Sorry. i was just going to say i wish there was like not even a, a like a, a value part of it like something i could do make something out of it or or you know what i'm saying to where you could kind of cuz it that's tough because, again, when you're going back and you're talking about nostalgia and you're talking about the amount of, like, t 
time and effort you did to build that collection. Yep. Right. I mean, I remember going to um, wherever it was and just going through kind of looking at CDs. Sam Goody. FYE. Sam Goody, FYE, which actually is back. Is Um, it? Yeah. Peaches. Um, You know, in St. Pete, a lot of people will know like a a, a asylum where you could go and you could buy used CDs. And you would just, I remember just flipping flipping through through and like, ooh, look at this one. I don't have this one. But I mean, to just go and pick up three case um, logic, I think that's what it is. Case logic, right? Right. Um, Yes. But uh, books that are filled and just throw them in the trash, man, that, that hurts. You can give you give all your inserts to Greg, and Greg could say to his wife, next year he has a theme. He's going to wrap them in CD inserts, all the gifts. There you go, dude. Let me get like all your TLC. CDs. It's going to be like TLC and like Master yeah, let me, P. Yes, let me take all your CDs to use them as wrapping paper uh, for next season, please. That'd and be I'll, your theme. My wife, that's going to be my theme this year. Since, you know, you threw me for a curve last year. I'm throwing you for one this year. i got three books of CDs here we can use as wrapping paper. Now, I had an idea while you guys were talking about the yearbook thing just before um when greg was talking about it i was like you know what we should do we should all take pictures before you throw it out or get rid of it kev take a picture of our yearbook picture and let's post it on facebook why would kev get rid of his yearbooks and have people can post like most likely to what under each of our pictures i don't even know i know i have my high school i might have my middle school ones in a box i know i have my high school um i might have middle school i might uh dude i can go six through senior year because oh, wow. i have all of them okay that's a little excessive dude i mean i kept my I senior mean, we year. bought them every year that's what that's that was my point like right. we, we bought one every they, single year so they, in, in today's grade through 12th grade in today's day and age do they still do that because Your we're books, in a digital no world idea. yeah they do my daughter got they one. do yeah okay I was just curious because, again, we're in a different world. People don't want to print paper. It's killing the trees. And now we're going to make a yearbook. And it's just like, oh, we're going to be we're going to put our CD ROM. We're going to put our uh, our uh, yearbook on a CD ROM where we're going to give everybody a, um, uh, a flash drive that has the yearbook on it. I feel like that's where we're headed nowadays. Mine is like my my picture is so creepy. Now I know why they nicknamed me Mr. Happy towards the end of my senior year. But that was because of an incident that happened. What? Did I ever tell you guys that story? No. So true story. I've so never heard of your you ever say that they called you Mr. Mr. Happy. Happy. But never. it wasn't a good it wasn't a good way. Oh. It wasn't a good thing. So this is a true story. So my um this girl I was dating at the time in high school, and this is I'll tell you, this you know how high school ru- rumors run rampant, right? Like sure. they just they just run rampant. I was dating this girl, and um we were at a party. And the rumor was, I'll tell you what the rumor was. The rumor was that I, my junk, so she would, you know, and I said, here comes Mr. Happy. <laughs> that was, this is the rumor that went around school. So people started, cause like the Monday, people were like, hey, Mr. Happy. Time hey, out, time hey. out, time out, time out. <laughs> Flag on the play. We've You can't just keep going. Cause- <laughs> There's lots of questions. Yeah, here. let's rewind. Never oh, rewind. It never rewind. happened. Okay, well, we'll time happened. out though. Rumors start from something, <laughs> right. right? There's got to be some sort of spark, right. for the rumor to create. <laughs> right. So, right. did you 
your junk out? No. Or did you even like, how did that just come out of nowhere? We were, so we were like, I remember the whole, I remember the whole scenario. We were like messing around in somebody's room. I don't know. Was that like a house party? And we were messing around somebody's room at this house. And I was like, I was trying to like go further, but she didn't want to. So I obviously I didn't persist, but I was like, that was it. But we were just messing around. And somehow that turned into Mr. Happy appearing. So you never <laughs> ever, ever said, hey, you want to make no! Mr. Happy? Like He says that now, Kevin. I feel like that camera. I feel like that would be something you said. Oh, here comes I don't Mr. think like happy. it just came out of nowhere, dude. I feel like he he was whispering to her, like, come yeah. on, like, Mr. Happy must I'm- see you. Somebody was listening on the door, like, who is Mr. Happy? Is he- Dude, that came from somewhere, and you might not remember it, but I'm a cap on this one. That doesn't just fly out you, and no. somebody makes it up, dude. Dude, maybe you Listen. said, I'll make you happy. Right. And then she was kind of like, oh, no. He said, uh, I'm going to show Mr. you happy. Mr. Happy. Right hand but- of the sky. Right hand of the sky. I'm telling you guys right now, that never happened. It never happened. And then what threw me for a loop is when I came back into school that Monday, everybody was like, hey, Mr. Happy, like some of my friends and stuff like that. I'm like, what the, what the fuck are they talking about, Mr. Happy? And then finally, one of my dudes pulled me aside. He's like, yeah, he's like, apparently when you were with, I'm not going to say her name, but he's like, well, apparently you were, which, you know, you did this and this. And you then you said, hey, here comes Mr. Happy. You want to play with Mr. Happy? And I'm like, Dude, what? I was like, that's <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can see this oh, whole scenario too, man. Like I can't deny that I could see that something Ed would say. I could see his face too. Be like, "Hey, Mr. Happy wants to come out and say hi." I don't have a name for my junk. Never mind, like Mr. Happy. I would never name it Mr. Happy. <laughs> like I would never name it Mr. Happy. I mean, I would the never beast do that in is, high school, but never the Mr. Beast. Happy. The beast. <laughs> I mean, the traitor. So, so okay. You said you didn't want to say her name, right? Is there any way we can get in contact with her with her to? Nah, I don't even or deny this. I have no clue. Where I would she like is. to look into this further. Can I have no clue where she is. What Facebook, she's doing. Man. Let's and look I, her up on Facebook. And I ain't about to. I ain't about to search. You know, an ex girlfriend. Well, let us school. do it for you. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Off the, no, let's We're do it off off the air. We will we will um, sneakily look her up sneakily. on Facebook. Sneakily look her up and see if she's real. And if she is, um, Kev or I will just randomly, you know, send her a message and say, "Mister Happy says hello," and see if yeah, that gets, see if that gets a rise. Literally, hey, we do a podcast with Mister Happy. And we wanted uh, to know, uh, do you remember Mr. Happy? We'd like to ask you about the incident. And then, but listen, the funniest thing is when you guys see my freaking yearbook picture and you'd be like, oh, yeah, this guy probably did say Mr. Happy because I do look creepy in my freaking high school yearbook picture. Well, exactly. Just saying, I don't think Mr. Happy. The other rumor was was when you see my picture, I had like these puffy bangs. You just have to see them. I used to have like these puffy bangs. So people used to say that I I used a curling iron for my bangs every morning, but that wasn't true either. So, I mean, come on. It's high school. That's what happens. I don't know, man. I kind of no, believe both no, of these. No, I didn't have puffy bangs in high school. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. All right, guys, listen, uh, I know we're already kind of running out of time here, uh, but wow. Uh, we have a mission to accomplish, uh, Kev. Well, we Greg, real find... quick, I know we got to go, but real quick, before we go, can you yeah. at least give us a quick rundown of how cool the Boston thing was? Because that did look pretty dope. Oh, uh, just yeah, give us the, dude. Just give us like the, the short the, version. The short version, uh, the Winter Classic in Fenway Park up in Boston. If you guys don't know, I was uh, privileged to be the host uh, of that event for the National Hockey League. My first time ever being in Fenway Park, number one, and then obviously for a very um, iconic sporting event uh, to be playing in that that environment was I, it's hard to put into words. Um, it was exceptional. It was probably one of the coolest events I've ever hosted, and that's going back 20 plus years of hosting events. Um it was just, it was uh, majestic to say the least. I mean, I had some time during our rehearsal day at the very end of rehearsal day. It was like 945 at night um, and there wasn't really the whole lot of people left in the stadium. So I had a chance to just kind of walk around Fenway and just kind of go down to the lower level to where those obstructed seats are by those huge pieces of scaffolding. And um, it's just, it's a very mystique kind of place. I know it's probably not a word mystique, but it, you just feel the aura and the vibe in history when you walk around Fenway Park. So um, it was definitely one for the books. Um, I'm excited because that's only one of three coming up here. I will be hosting the All-Star Game and All-Star Weekend down in Sunrise uh, in February. And then I will also be hosting the Stadium Series game, which will be in North Carolina uh, in the home of the NC State Wolfpack, where the Capitals will battle the Hurricanes also in February. So so that's uh, cool that NH you're not you're just doing stuff with the NHL now. That's not even lightning yeah. stuff. That's no, pretty dope. Yeah, mm -hmm. this is stuff directly with the league. Um, it's humbling to say the least. You know, I've put in the work. You guys have known like this has been 16 seasons hosting for the Lightning. So now in the last five years, I've been able to be a part of at least one major league event every season. Now this year, three and hopefully the Stanley Cup again. Um, so it, it's remarkable to say the least. It's a testament not only to me, but the entire Lightning Vision crew and, and the product that we put out. Kevin's been to a game recently and but Kev can attest to the product and the game atmosphere and the production that we put on every single night. It's unlike any other team in the, in the NHL. I know Vegas does a pretty damn good job as well, but their budget's probably 15 times what we have here in Tampa. So it's a, it's a testament to the crew that, that we work with and the league looking at Tampa. I mean, just look at that big picture. They brought in the guy from Tampa to go host Boston versus Pittsburgh. So, again, that just goes to show, you know, what we've done here in Tampa and how they want to showcase what we do here to the rest of the, the fans across the globe. So I don't, uh, think, so yeah, I, cool I don't think I would ever really be in game host. I wouldn't be able to do what you do. That uh, That's too much for me. But I think I would I would have made one hell of a mascot. I really do. Like if you would put I me in a freaking costume, I would be I would be one of the top mascots in the league. I would they You're, would be having me. They would have Thunderbug all over the damn place. No offense to the dude who's in Thunderbug or lady who's Thunderbug now shouts to you. You do an awesome job. They do, but I would and take I, it a I think step you should, up. I, 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 you're never too young, Ed. You're never too young. So I think you should uh, create your own mascot that can be used in multiple different leagues, yeah, uh, multiple different sports. <laughs> and hey, Mister Happy's ready to go with a full range of Oreos in his pocket. Right? <laughs> Making everybody happy, Mister Happy with Oreos. Yeah. He'll get everybody <laughs> up on their feet. All right, guys. I love y'all. I do have to run. I have to get to the arena. I have get stuff something up.
But I love you guys, man. And again, we appreciate all you guys checking in. Please follow us, subscribe on our YouTube channel. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We are everywhere. Three dads in a minivan. First episode of 2023. We're all Mr. Happy today. <laughs> and we're God bless. Good night. Three dads in a minivan.